All right, guys, special interview time here on Below the Belt Show. We are here with actor extraordinaire, comedian extraordinaire, and he's also recently an investigation journalist extraordinaire from 2018. Uh, He'll be making an appearance in Oaks, PA, just right near Philadelphia for one of our favorite cons, Monster Mania. That's right. With a bunch of other celebrities. We welcome the one and the only, the incomparable, the hysterical Tom Arnold. Hi guys. Hi guys. It's, uh, uh, you know, I'm still an investigative journalist because, uh, there's a lot of, I have an eight year old and a five year old. I'm a single dad. Uh, and so there's all kinds of crimes being committed in this house. There's a, I have a pretty uh, extensive security system with 21 cameras. And like the other night, my son came in, in the house with a broken pool, uh, skimmer or whatever you call the the, the yeah. net that and i said how did that happen and he said i it was the wind and so we <laughs> all sat down and watched the tape and it turns out he forgot he hit a tree with it was pounding the tree oh, i forgot okay <laughs> so my skills from uh trump and and company uh play very well as a 62 year old single dad so all the right. security tape jogged his memory then huh it did and then we had a, he was actually in the potty with his uh, iPad and I sent him the tape in there. And then I got back a text that said, sorry. And then we had one of those really important talk because everything's an opportunity with kids. We had yes. an important talk about, you can tell your dad, you can do anything, but you just can't, uh, but you just can't, uh, you can't lie to your dad. So it was a great moment to, you know, to have, there's a million moments every day with these kids. So Anyway, how, yeah, well, yeah, it was a very uh, publicized uh, hunt for the Trump tapes back in 2018. I was wondering, is there going to be any follow up on that? Or maybe are you focusing on a new story that you want to break or new tapes well, that you want to yeah, reveal? Well, uh, you know, every I do, I do as a dad and whether it mm-hmm. be uh, yeah, going after Donald Trump or. Uh, Michael Cohen, his lawyer, which you can hear a lot of our tapes on the, our, a lot of our discussions, but it all leads to something because bad people have bad people around them. And, and the next thing, next week, it'll be a huge story about, you know, Jerry Falwell Jr., who, you know, I've gotten to know the the pool boy, as he, as he were, uh, the people involved in, the, in the, the, the sex capades with him and his wife, which is fine. That stuff is fine. But Underneath, right. underneath it, there are 18 Jane Doe's at uh, at Liberty University, and you'll 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 read about this all next week, wow. and start seeing it on TV. Wow. Who were victims there, and and uh, the Falwells and other people covered up these rapes, and I and that's sort of a history in our country of of doing that. You know, uh, that's why men should not be in charge of everything, <laughs> but you know they're very brave young women. And uh, I really love them, and they're coming forward, and and uh, I think it's going to be a game changer. Uh, you know, people, uh, the Catholic Church was hit with this, and and I'm Jewish, but I'm sure it happens. Yeah, yeah. I see behind you the decorations of. So started. what started was started the as an investigation yeah. into Trump, who I've known for 38 years, so I knew it was bad. right. Uh, you know, you go off, and and then you hear something, and and somebody will call you and tell you they're a victim of something, and then you. Uh, and then you help them. And I think that's just the way you do it in anything we do, you know? So 
you know, it's uh, it's ongoing and, uh, you know, it's just mm. my personal hobby. You know, I don't get paid for it. I don't uh, I get a lot of satisfaction out of it. I'll tell you that. But I've gotten people sure. to talk to me that because I'm an actor and they've seen some of my movies, they they, they feel, well, I'm comfortable talking to this guy. And uh, so I'm very grateful about that. So I'm also super excited to come to Philadelphia because yes. you get to talk to people. You know, because of COVID, you know, I just started doing these autograph shows recently, but because right. of, I can't do as much stand up or, you know, when you're filming movies, you know, I, I'll leave from Philadelphia at the end of this and fly to England to film a, film a movie of modern telling of Frankenstein. Oh, which wow. Is very exciting. And then I'll sign those pictures next year. But, uh, but I'm you sure know, Monster Mania will be all about that Frankenstein movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and you know what's great is people that come to these things, you know, a, a lot of them have a story to tell, you know, themselves. And, and uh, I enjoy I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to folks. We, we enjoy having you and other celebrities. I also, and, I also enjoy selling my autograph. <laughs> <laughs> and your photo op, right? So, um, <laughs> yeah, photo op. I have a 62-year-old single dad with four ex-wives. So uh, <laughs> I need to keep working for, forever. Well, I, Absolutely. Cons you also deal with people like like crazy people or people that um you know either like give you like a marriage proposal or like yeah not like, kind of cuss you yeah, out or, or whatever. Yeah, short term proposal to or maybe a Trump uh, supporter that gave you well, shit. No, they there's and I bless these women because I haven't had a date in three years. So people they're uh-huh. like, well, listen, I'm at the hotel and uh, which I think is. Really nice. And I get you get phone numbers and things, but also you at these conventions you get a lot of people that are on the spectrum. And I certainly when I I was diagnosed on the spectrum when I was young, and yeah, you know it's a, it's a real it, you you get an opportunity to talk to these people and then understand a little bit of how they see the world or how they see entertainment or how much these monsters and things mean to them. And it's. Uh, it's really uh, uh, interesting, and, and uh, I enjoy it. And so people go all out. There are some crazy people at these things, <laughs> <laughs> but they. But it's it it's great because the spirit. You know, these are real fans. These aren't. You know, you know, uh, and people. You see people when you walk around. I do when we go to the store, and people are very kind. But these people made it are making an effort to come and see people, and right. and. Uh, those are uh, you can't you can't beat that. Yeah, and well, of course a, all. Of, okay, yeah. go Chachi. I was yeah. gonna say you have a long history in um, the horror genre. Like, wasn't one of your first movies you did actually um, Freddy's Dead, the Final Nightmare? My first movie, period. Okay. Uh, you know, Roseanne and I were huge fans of that series, and uh, the director called us and said, "You know, we're 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 gonna have some cameos. We're gonna have Johnny Depp. We're gonna have whatever." And and yeah. we're like, "Oh, we're in." Whatever. We'll do whatever. And they, uh, I think a uh, childless man and childless woman were uh, who we played. And we just had a really fun. I saw the clip on YouTube. Yeah. yeah we had a real, real, real fun day doing that because we're super fans. And I'll tell you, my eight-year-old and five-year-old are fans. Like, you know, uh, I let them watch, you know, uh, a lot of variety of, of things. And, and, you know, especially with Halloween coming up and, you know, they, yeah. they, they enjoy that and the art of, of those types of movies. And, you know, they're, you know, they get scared once in a while, but I think it's, it's really fun for them and their friends. And they, 
you know, they, uh, I didn't, when I was a kid, <laughs> you know, they didn't have the horror movies where they didn't have, they didn't have these series that, you know, p- parents and kids could watch together. And right. you know, my whole thing when I was a kid was how, how do I watch in a movie? How close is a woman to being naked? Because I grew up, <laughs> I grew up <laughs> all these movies, you know, you're like, wow, that is so, you know, people <laughs> love the monsters. Yeah, yeah. Robert, well, Robert England, a hell of a nice guy. We interviewed him on our show before, and he's yeah. definitely a mainstay at one, at these um, horror cons. He's huge. I did yeah. one with him. Uh, I think it was in in Phil uh, or in Pennsylvania recently, and he's such a good guy, and he's so he's so different. But he takes his time with the fans, which I, if you're yes. gonna do this, don't do it if you're not gonna take your time with the fans and give them a. Uh, you know, g- give them a little experience, and uh, you know he's an interesting guy. <laughs> he's a he's a character. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So then you mentioned like the nudity in the films. I actually saw a clip of Body Bags, which is directed oh, yeah. by John Carpenter. You were the morgue worker, and saw like the boobs uh, that were obstructing the the, the cadaver from coming out. That was a very memorable <laughs> scene. How did you enjoy working on that? particular project and being directed by john carpenter who's a well icon i think i think did toby, did toby hooper direct it and john carpenter and i were actors i think john carpenter is the okay. big producer but it was very fun acting with john carpenter i have to tell you yes because you're absolutely yes. guy you know you could sit in uh, the two of you in a bar somewhere or come over to your house and he's yeah. funny he was so funny and i love that and i remember there's a a, a a director's audio of him and uh, uh, Kurt Russell, who I also love, uh, watching uh, uh, Escape from New York or something together and making comments that is so freaking funny because they're also laughing so hard at some some absurd <laughs> things. And they just, you know, to hear men, grown men laugh that hard is... <laughs> 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 Oh, you know, I it was a uh, uh, it was a lot of fun for me, and uh, and we had fun doing it, and uh, you know, it's funny that we're talking about it after all these years, but it but it was good. Awesome. Well, one of my funniest scenes that you were in was in Austin Powers, the infamous bathroom scene, and the who does number two work for? Uh, I know there's <laughs> rumblings about an Austin Powers four movie. Uh, have you heard anything about that? And would you like to reprise your role as the cowboy? Well, I, 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 the answer is yes, I would like to reprise my role. I had a very <laughs> one of those things where yeah. sometimes you work on a movie five months and nobody, nobody knows, nobody sees it, nobody. But Austin Powers, I worked a day and did a cameo. And, right. and Debbie Moore was one of the producers and she called me and said, hey, Mike Myers, who I loved and know from SNL and then personally too, he's he's written something at uh, we're we're getting a bunch of people to support him, you know. Uh, we think it's very funny, and there's a seed that I can only think of you in it, and I hadn't read it. And she, I go, I really want you to do this. Please read it and do it. And I read it, and it's the the scene in the crapper. I was thinking, is that what Demi Moore thinks of me? Is that I'm the only guy? And but we had a lot of fun. we got to ad lib and being a guy from Iowa, small town, you know, courtesy plus. Yeah. Uh, I, I added that. That's one of the first time everybody where I'm from knows what that is. But, <laughs> you know, Mike Myers, a genius. He could do it. Yes. It's up to him whether there's an Austin Powers uh, for completely because he can do whatever he wants. So but I would be honored to to do that with him. 
Well, there is a reboot that is confirmed, and that's True Lies in a CBS reboot from James Cameron. Has anyone yeah. contacted you to perhaps reprise your role for that? No, I don't want to. You know, they've been trying to do the uh, reboot for, for quite a while. You know, yeah. with James Cameron involved, it, it's going to be uh, excellent. And so yeah. I have not, you know, I, I see Jim. You know, Jim and I and uh, Arnold uh, have stayed friends and Jamie Lee Curtis. Nice. Which is a rare thing after True Lies. You know, I did True Lies and it was the most expensive movie ever made. So I'm so grateful that Jim Cameron put me in it. Like he, there was a risk there back in the day, you know, because yeah. people at the studio were not fans of mine, and, uh, wow. and so he had to for, he had to insist as as Jim Cameron will do, and he was right. You know, I was the perfect guy for that. But you know, I Absolutely. watched it, and I'm. I'm excited. I hope they they happen. I know Arnold's doing something at, at Netflix that is similar, and yes. uh, he asked me to to uh, be involved with him. And yes. uh, I'd be I I do uh, you know I'm sure that if that show the CBS show got up and running, they would ask me to to I'm just guessing to do be a, a character or reoccur like I did on NCIS New Orleans. Yes. Some kind of a different thing, but I, I, I hope it's very successful. Is that going to be like a sequel series, or is that going to be like a total like reboot of the original? Well, it looks like it's a total. Uh, I don't know if you do total reboot. I mean, it's with the same structure, but younger people. Okay. Ah. I think that's a that's a that'll be fun. I know they've tried. They almost did one from the the uh, daughter's uh, POV. And uh, uh, it looked like that was going to maybe happen. And, you know, there was a script for True Lies 2, the, the film. And, and in that script, uh, uh, the submarine that we were in came up on shore at the base of the Twin Towers. And then 9-11 happened. And then, you know, Jim Cameron at the time said, I can't make terrorism funny. And so moved oh, on. Yeah. His next thing and his next thing and his next thing. And, you know, he's doing Avatar. A <laughs> So, yeah, but that was uh, but they were certainly go trying to do that, you know, a bunch of years ago. And so but I but I get that people, you know, uh, you know, I, it was a great experience. Uh, I had a lot of fun. It, it holds up, which a lot of movies don't. It definitely does. Mm -hmm. And best of all, we've all stayed friends. And so uh, that's a very cool thing. Well, I mean, if you could well, um, do a sequel to any one of your movies, um, if it's not um, true live, what would it be? Well, you know, um, that's a really good question. You know, uh, pe the stupids, I'll tell you about the stupids. People that like the stupids really like the stupids. <laughs> <laughs> very, stylized, very stylized film. Very, yeah. you know, it's a way more interesting movie than when I was shooting it to me. You know, I watched it with my kids. And, and it's funny to watch your movies with your kids. And to see them, you know, you don't sit around and watch your own movies, but that's a certainly a good excuse that your kids get old enough to see them. And and, uh, you know, they love uh, Carpool and Big Bully. My daughter loves a movie that I just was not I, when I was filming it. I was like, oh, what am I doing? It's uh, a <laughs> Fred three. Uh, uh, this guy, this kid, Fred, uh, you know, his character. And and we, you know, I was the the. the Made counselor at camp. I want a pee pee. It is so dumb. This movie, <laughs> John Cena. But the whole time I'm going, you got to be to. I think it was Brian uh, Robbins who now runs uh, Warner Brothers. But I was like, you got to be 
shitting me. Are, you, are we really going to do this today? And uh, But to, to see your kid watch that and, uh, you know, and to see her watch it at her mother's house was very satisfying because she would, you know, FaceTime the whole time. And I'm sure her mother was like, God, you know, I hate that guy. Why are you watching his movies? So uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's funny what kids will like. And, and, uh, and, you know, I hate to trash movies because, first of all, a hundred and some people worked on them. And to some people, that's the best thing they've ever done. So, you know, there are some, I've done some bad movies. So (laughs) (laughs) when you're doing a bad movie, you go, oh, we know this is bad. Uh, We're here. We got paid. And the, I remember I did where the financier's girlfriend, who was a makeup artist, was the star. And it wasn't her fault. But all these other actors that went, went down to Texas to film this, uh, we all knew. And we laughed so hard. We had so much fun making the movie because it was so stupid. And uh, <laughs> unintentionally, it was supposed to be like a thriller. And, uh, and we went down there and <laughs> we were like, we're in this together, you know. Uh, and that happens sometimes. So do, your kids, do your kids think that you're a cool dad, that you're in like these TV and um, TV shows and movies, or are the, the kid, are you just like, the kids are like, oh, dad, you're annoying. Like, well, they think they, I'm annoying. I'm terribly they annoying. But they, my daughter <laughs> especially does not like people talking to me when we go out. My son has uh, embraced it, you know, uh, <laughs> because he he's eight. He's in second grade, and he could Google his own name. And see, oh, that's the son of Tom Arnold, and he's done of things cool. with him. But I, I had this thing after their mother moved out years ago, mm-hmm. a few years ago. I, um, there was a moment because we hadn't watched uh, Tom Arnold movies in the Arnold mm-hmm. household for for whatever reasons, or embraced what Dad did. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of hate, and but uh when, when she moved out we, we we watched a couple or we watched and i was explaining to the kids this is what i do for a living you know i'm an actor awesome. that's why i and i i had the best as a dad the best moment you could have i was taking the kids to school they're in the back seat in the car seats and i heard my son on his ipad say to a friend tom arnold is my dad you know <laughs> and i had that because i have a thing in the car and you just don't get a better moment than that you know, as a dad, mm. where a kid is bragging that, you know, it, it, uh, but my daughter, when she gets mad, she calls me Tom Arnold. <laughs> I love it. So it's, it's always daddy, but then when she's mad, she's like, oh, Tom Arnold. Thank you, Tom do, Arnold. Do either <laughs> of the kids have acting aspirations? Acting is a very hard job, you know, and, yeah. and actors, you know, the, they work very hard and you got to be uh, in, in a lot of ways. I'd love, I'd love it if they could learn, you know, to could experience that, to see how, uh, uh, you know, it's very, um, you know, regimented. You can't, it's hard work and you want your kids to work hard at a job. And, yes. and they certainly love making little videos with me sometimes. Okay. And, uh, but if I asked them, here's the video we're going to shoot, they'd be like, Oh, absolutely not. But I do see them being creative with their TikTok accounts and making oh, videos. They're editing things and they're adding music. They don't want me to be involved in that, but that. But I do see the creativity and making movies is is a lot of things. Acting is a small part of it, 
But the people, the crew, the people that, you know, you want the kids to whatever they do, they need to embrace it. Like right now in the house, I put up a video last night. My son is the Christmas. He's the king of Christmas. And for mm. since about three years old, he's been in charge of Christmas. We're Jewish. That's why you got the star David up there. But yeah. Christmas in a big way. And I let him decide when Christmas season starts. I didn't want to put, we just moved to a new quiet neighborhood. I didn't want to put put up Halloween. I thought, how do I get, uh, without all the blowups, because that's what we have, how do I get around overdoing it for Halloween? Uh, and so my son said he'd like to start putting up his trees and his blowups. And in our front yard right now is Santa Claus and then the, the sleigh, all blow, you know. And he has 17 Christmas trees. He's collected there are pink trees, blue trees, you know, that little blue in there. Uh, he's got, obviously, a bunch of green ones, which we put outside mm-hmm. and decorate the house. Now, our house is not huge, but you can see in the video last night. And what 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 I like is after Christmas, when you take the trees down. There you go. Garage, it seems like our house is bigger. You know, well, it's, there's an old story about a farmer whose wife, they had kids and and she said, we need a bigger house. And, and he couldn't afford it. So every day he would bring like a goat in the house or and then the next day he'd add a, a pig or whatever and fill the house up with animals. And then one day he took all the animals out of the house and his wife said, oh, my God, our house. It turns out our house is big enough. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> you know, we do. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, fantasy stuff to this stuff. My kids still believe in Santa Claus, which my daughter is like. My five-year-old daughter's not, but my son, my eight-year-old son is, boy, he's into it. And we got, uh, he, he collects elves and we sleep with him sometimes. He's big elves, small elves, elf on his shelf. And uh, it's good because I use it. I'm like, what, you're, you're, you're misbehaving. And these elves are going to report to Santa. And, and then what's going to happen on Christmas? So I still could work that on him a little bit. You know, that he's like, you think Santa? You think Santa's really bad? I go, no, not if you stop right now. <laughs> well, Tom, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of Christmas, you actually had two a uh, couple Christmas movies coming out this this holiday season. I'm reading Christmas Witch and High Holiday. Yes, Christmas. Yes. Uh, what was the first one called? Christmas. Christmas Witch. We have High Holiday. Uh, Christmas and, Witch is a and, sequel and, of Christmas and, Thieves. Uh, Christmas Thieves. I have three. Yes. Three. I three. With Mike, uh, uh, Michael Madsen, and I. Yes. The film. <laughs> and you're Jewish, so I think it's hysterical. Oh, you're doing oh, all these Christmas oh, movies. Christmas movies. People love those. Yeah. I love those. You know, you I love them too. Yeah. Me too. You know how it's going to end. It's going to end well. Uh, <laughs> I, but don't ruin it. A lot of fun with uh, with those movies. And High Holidays is Cloris Leach was last movie. Jennifer oh, Tilly. Yes. Wow, oh, cool. She's a big boss. Oh, my boss goodness. Person. That's right. Yeah. And it's funny. It's not rated G. <laughs> it's called High Holiday. High Holiday. I know what that is. It's what very was it funny. like working with Cloris Leachman? Because like you mentioned, that's her last movie. Sadly, she had passed away shortly after that. What yeah. was it like working with Cloris? It was, uh, you know, she's from Iowa, like I am. And uh, people from Iowa know each other. Um, yeah. It was an honor. It really was an honor. And, you know, she... Uh, you know, it, we this this movie we were shooting was an independent movie, so lots of moving parts. Shoot this, shoot this, shoot out of order. Mm-hmm. Run, stop, go set up this shot. We were filming mm-hmm. in this big house, and you know, sometimes the crew and the the director want to move on to the next. Again, they don't. Uh, they aren't as cautious as they. So I I was her bodyguard, and also, 
you know, as somebody that's 93, you know, you do have some, I have trouble remembering my lines. And, uh, and I could tell that it was scaring her a little bit with her, but I, I was there with her and I was her guy and I'd look her in the eye and I'd ma- and also make sure she got to do her stuff, you know, cause she's a, a great ad libber. And, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you boys this story. Uh, her daughter who's very attractive was her, was her minder. And, uh, again, I haven't had a date in many years, but so yeah, put those feelers out. Her daughter, who's wonderful, came up and, and, uh, and said, uh, thank you so much for, for taking care of my mom. And, and, uh, and you're just so great. And then we hug. And then when I hugged her, I asked, I, 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 I went, oh, I accidentally touched her uh, butt. And, and uh, oh. she didn't have underwear. And I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. And she's like, no, it's fine. And this is a terrible guy moment. But her mom was sleeping on the bed because I was in their bedroom, which is a dressing room. And I thought, would it be possible to move her mom over or put a coat over her so that we could, you know, have my mind was going. <laughs> I went from being the nicest guy to a guy that's actually trying to figure out how to move mom over so we could be on the bed together very quickly. Wow. And that's, a, that's to me, that's how, that's funny. We, we obviously we did but <laughs> so I'm not the best, you know. I, I I'm I'm a good guy, but I'm also I also was thinking about Plan B there very quickly, which is crazy. But I'll tell clearly, you, that happened. yeah. With with everything going on with the Me Too movement, do you feel like sometimes actors have to walk on eggshells nowadays? Well, you can't be a monster anymore, you know. Yeah. Real like uh, there's a lot of terrible. Uh, terrible people who've done terrible things, and a lot of it's bullying too. Which yeah. you, you know, work out sets with screaming directors or threatening directors. I think that that we that you watch out for each other. Uh, you know, it's never been. I've never seen it be a problem. You know, people like James Cameron really respect women and really respect the women characters and just actors in general. Um, I think that that. There are things that have happened. I know Elijah Dushku, she was a kid when we filmed True Lies. Mm-hmm. She was a funny, mouthy 12-year-old kid. I, I really enjoyed her, and I enjoy her now. But she had, you know, that's back when, you know, she, the, the, the stunt coordinator wanted a lot of private time with her, mm-hmm. and, and it wasn't okay. And I think that now we go, oh, that's, that's not right. That's, that's uh, something's up. And it wouldn't take Absolutely. her years to talk about it. Oh, and wow. so we are, we do look out for each other. We don't let uh, uh, people bully uh, uh, other actors, other actresses. Um, and I think people are way more, are, are much more thoughtful because it's just that small percentage, but powerful percentage of people that were just getting away with that again and again and again. And, uh, you know, times have changed. And stories that may have mm-hmm. been, you know, my story I just told, this, you know, but that it, I, I don't necessarily consider that a power thing. I consider it more of a pathetic Tom Arnold thing. But yet, I do <laughs> want to catch up with her, with Gloria's daughter because we had a little spark. Yes. Um, I think that, it, you know, when you're in a power position, when you're mm-hmm. a director, when you're uh, the star, when you're a studio boss, you know, it, that's when it's not okay. And, and I, I find that everybody works so hard. You know, you'll have on-set romances between actors sometimes. Sure. 
which I, uh, which is, you know, I've done before. And, uh, but I think <laughs> you've you know, met a few wives from that. <laughs> yeah, no, we're figuring out. I wish camera would, but let me go to the, the set the day Jamie filmed her strip tease. Jamie Lee Curtis is, is a baller. There's no, she is awesome. She does all her own stunts. Yeah. She does, you know, Arnold and I are like, yeah, I'm not sure I want to get on a horse or whatever, yeah. but she's a killer and she's the best woman ever. And the crew loves her more than they love Arnold, more than they love, because she's one, you know, she mixes it up with the crew and she's just great. But I think that, that you know, Me Too, the Me Too movement has been very important. And, and let's not forget what it was about. You know, I right. think people and uh, and people are, are uh, you know. It's different. It's a different world now, as it should be. And as far as being worried about it, I think number one, you don't do those things. And uh, you know, I never have. I never, you know. Uh, and knock on wood. Uh, but all of us. You know, it helps if you're not a monster. <laughs> then you yeah. Just being called out for being a monster, and so you know, people still. You know, I again, I I grew up when I three years out of high school. Uh, for three years, I worked on the kill floor of a meatpacking plant, and and there were men there, and there were women there, and the women were just way more skilled with their knives, to be honest. And and and, and, and there was had you couldn't joke, you couldn't make a joke because the people that ran the Hormel meatpacking plant knew those women are the best workers we have. No one's going to even disrespect them, and they were also they were also tough and. And, you know, we had we had, had a knife, too. But if you're interfering with someone's uh, right to earn yeah. a living, which happens a lot, like uh, back in the day where they're like, if you don't sleep with this guy, you don't get this. And, you know, it's happened to, you know, Sharon Stone is a very good friend of mine. And if you read her book, you know, she she goes into the stuff that she has dealt with. And Sharon's funny because she's not like, I'm going to call out the names of the people that did this. She will call those guy, men. And say, I want to talk to you face to face because I want to know what was going on with you at that time or whatever. And they're scared shitless of her because she doesn't go, I'm going to call it out to the press and make it. Right. She's like, I'm going to come over to your house because I need to understand what you were thinking at that time. And uh, I uh, much loved it, Sharon Stone. She's amazing. That's interesting because she's recently uh, been brought back in the news about questioning the legitimacy of the interrogation scene the crossing of the legs whether it, oh, yeah. she was aware of that situation or not do you well, know anything I about liked, that yeah i liked it that's all i think <laughs> <laughs> you know, i think that she's a very powerful voice and, uh yeah. you know um you know things happen on, on uh, sets like that and I, I think it's good to have those discussions you know i i don't think that was I'm guessing that was not the worst thing that happened to her. Trust me. Yeah. People are, 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 and, and were very shitty. And so I, whatever she wants to, to talk about, I mean, again, I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, per, as a fan, I loved that scene. And so, but what right. her experience is, is different than my, and there's been a lot of discussions about this and that, but I'll tell you what, it was a game. It was a, it, it, people, talked about it a lot and i'd like to believe that that she knew exactly what was going on and but i doubt it yeah you yeah. doubt it interesting and we'd be remiss if we didn't ask your current relationship with roseanne 
and yeah. and what your thoughts are she was a victim of the cancer cancel culture yeah. um due to her tweet and ended up what? losing her yeah. show her roseanne sequel series well um, what I, are your uh, thoughts? you know i I've, I've seen her once in the last uh mm-hmm. uh third uh, 27 years maybe and that mm-hmm. was at her roast that i did that i showed up and did that, that she did i remember that one yeah it's a great experience and it was nerve wracking and and we had a a moment backstage and then I was like, I'm going to get the hell out of here before something goes sideways. I'm going to take this, you know, people think, you know, I I, I don't spend time with any of my ex-wives unless I, you know, have to, have to. Right. uh, (laughs) And that's always bad, I have to say. But, you know, you got to love your kids more than you hate your ex. That's just all there. That's just easy for me. So, uh, but, but Roseanne, no, I have it. And, and, you know, it's funny because I came out with my Trump show at the same time that she, they did the reboot of Roseanne. And, yes. you know, I was like, wow, she is, a, you know, cause she, I met her and she was very liberal, more liberal than me. Like I never, wow. met her. I met her when I was 23 and, uh, and she was, uh, 30 and we, we both just started doing comedy in yeah. the Midwest and, and she was so funny and, but I never met a woman like that. And she'd also, cause I just moved from Iowa to Minneapolis to do comedy. I'd, I'd left the university of Iowa, moved up there. And she also never met a guy from a meatpacking plant that would literally, that would have her back. Like that mm-hmm. would, that would be her really have her back. Like she it wasn't used to guys like that, that are like all in on. And so, you know, I learned a lot about stuff, but feminism, but what, what that experience is like, whatever from her. So it was shocking to, and she don't, she's known Trump as long as I have. And so for her to go, Oh yeah, Trump is the guy, you know, a lot of things have happened. And wow. things happen. You know, she's been very honest about her mental illness. And I know she certainly was experiencing some of that stuff uh, when we were together and, you know, she'd supported me uh, uh, to get to sobriety, which saved my life. Okay. And so I, supported her as best I could. You know, she's written about it, but she had 27 different personalities. And and as I say, only two of them liked me, which is true. <laughs> she said a lot of stuff. I think that she caught up in the, uh, this QAnon stuff. And, you know, yeah. you could see it coming. It wasn't one tweet. You know, I mean, before the show started, and this is on ABC, uh, you know, she'd written a letter to every member of Congress saying John McCain was a was a, uh, 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 you know, a war criminal because he, he, uh, you know, surrendered to the and given up secrets. Just a crazy. And by the way, John yeah. McCain, I don't care what your politics are. This guy lived for five and a half years in a three foot box. Right. But he, yeah. uh, he was a. Uh, a prisoner of war, prisoner of war. Mm-hmm. whether you're Donald Trump say it, uh, insulting him or Roseanne Barr, you know, it's not okay. It's not okay. And it shows how things have changed. I think a little bit in this country a lot, but, but she, uh, you know, I was communicating with my, my former step daughter as it was about to happen. And she kept, you know, I would have, here's what I would have done. I would have taken her phone away from her through the river. She would not have had access to Wi-Fi because I would have said, this is something even in the early days of the show where she's like, I'm not going to work. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But I knew I got to get her there and we've got to figure this out because if I hadn't, she would be so sad that her show that she'd 
allow that instinct in her to take down this this thing that was really her 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 art. And so, you know, sometimes when you're the husband and wife, you're like you have to kind of prod somebody um, mm-hmm. out of love or whatever. But I knew I had to get her there because if it if it all came crumbling down, it, it would devastate her. That would be worse. So, you know, I played, well, you know, you do good, good cop, bad cop. And, uh, you know, she, she certainly was right about most of the issues she had with people on the show. For instance, she didn't get created by credit on the Roseanne show, which is madness. So once really? that happened and another guy got credit for her life and her show, it was all bets off with everything. But but uh, she was tweeting, you know, uh, and, and I'd actually sent over a picture of uh, <clears throat> some information about uh, a, uh, a phone that went to another server before the tweets went up to the, to, uh, the uh, servers. The yeah. You know, and I said to her daughter, tell her that Donald Trump doesn't do his own tweets, that he has a guy that he'll dictate them to a guy. There's a lot of ways to, you know, to do this. And uh, I thought, and uh, but I could see it coming. And, and, the, and the, the racist tweet was straight up racist. And uh, but the tweets before that. And another thing is just true. She, they did the the season one. Very big success. You know, I actually right. review of the of the first episode in the Hollywood Reporter, which I liked it. It had some similarities. It was as good as the original, but but I liked it a lot. And the Sunday night she did that tweet. Uh, the next Tuesday, two days later, the writers were coming back for season two. And that was a big moment because Roseanne had told the Trump people, I'm going to make it more about Trump. I'm going to make it more. And, but she told other people and, and the show decided we're not going to make it as political. So she was caught in that situation where she was going to disappoint somebody and she decided to just blow it all up. And, uh, and you know, you got to remember, too, the Roseanne show, the first run of it, you know, John Goodman did not, he was dead for the last year. He wasn't there. Right, yeah. Right. Issues. Then suddenly it was a dream or whatever it was. Uh, so, and the show had run its course the first time. It had, you know, the six years I worked on it were excellent, of course. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> of course. You know, but one of the, 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 the arguments we had was she wanted to win the lottery. And I was like, absolutely not. This guy <laughs> plays the lottery. They don't win the lottery. And then right. out of well, they lose the ticket. <laughs> they won the lottery. And it was weird. But I, I felt bad, bad for her. But you had to do that. This world, you cannot uh, compare black people to monkeys. And she knew exactly why she's doing it. You know, I was a, I had access to her Internet stuff. And, and there these QAnon people and literal Nazis were uh, cheering her on and and, and the people she looked up to were 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 just bad people. And so, you know, it had to it had to happen. It was a brave move by ABC and Bob Iger, uh, who yeah. I've known since Roseanne started to to shut it down. And, uh, you know, there it goes. That that's yeah. that's a, you got to draw a line in the sand with. What do you um? Do you think that she deserves a second chance now in Hollywood after I, these? Uh, everybody, years? everybody, yeah, of course. Uh, but I think that she's just continued. I think, from what I've seen, she's continued to to propagate the the uh, uh, the, the Trump stuff without uh, just and, and you know a lot of this QAnon conspiracy bullshit. And um, <laughs> you know, I think people would set would have her back in a heartbeat. 
in a heartbeat. You know, to me, the the best thing would be to for her to come around to some sort of moderate uh, thing, moderation. And uh, she can blame me like she did last time and <laughs> for her bad behavior. And and I think people would 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 love it. And, uh, you know, it 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 certainly cost her a lot of money. She got a lot of money. though. I'm going to tell you something. She got a lot of money. But, you know, um, it, it, is that really what she wants? Does she really want to do that? I don't think so. No, I think people, no. She's happy uh, doing what she's doing and, and more power to her. Right. Well, wow, Tom, this is a tremendous hey. interview. I, yeah, I know you got you. a lot going on. You got your movie shoot coming up next week. And of course, next weekend, Friday, Saturday and right. Sunday, the 22nd to the 24th, you're going to be at Monster Mania in Oaks, PA, Christina Ricci, the Cobra Kai people. Uh, and of course, a couple of um, actors from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Mark Boone Jr. Uh, and um, and Kim Coates. Yeah, um, and you did. Those yes. murdered me. They shot me <laughs> times and put me in a trunk. And so, <laughs> and Kim Coates was also in Carpool, where he played the cop. Kim, they're both great. I was in another movie called uh, Animal Factory with Mark, which was, yes. I played a prison rapist. It was a very serious movie that wow. Steve Buscemi directed. Uh, and, and uh, uh, but, but, you know, it was a great, it was great fun to be, and it'll be great fun to see those guys. I yes. love those guys. And so this will be a great uh, convention. I'll be there, and I can't wait to meet people. Thank you for doing this. To get Thank the you, out. Tom. Thanks and, for being, being and, uh, This is great. Chachi, this is huge Chachi, for us. Wait a minute. Chachi McFly. I see yeah. that name on here. Is that uh, – I can do a whole thing on Chachi, too. <laughs> 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 he's, the, he's the king of the 80s. So right, it's, uh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's it's an amalgamation anyway. of – Chachi from Charles in Charge and and what yeah. Marty McFly from yeah, Marty McFly, yeah. who the actor Scott Bayo has become is a great. Oh, he's he's something I, else. Yeah, I, uh, you know Marty McFly. That's a great name. Stick yeah. with that. <laughs> your stripper name. Okay, yeah, yeah. Chachi McFly is kind of sexy McFly. Get it? But it's also the. <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Re real quick, Tom. Before you go, let us know who you are. A plug for Monster Mania, and then let us know you're on Below the Belt show. Hi, it's Tom Arnold. I'm on Below the Belt show. Is it the Below the Belt show or just Below the Belt show? Below it's the Belt show is perfect. Okay. Hi, I'm Tom Arnold. I'm on Below the Belt show, which is number one. Number two, I'm coming to Monster Mania this next weekend, the 22nd through 24th, to sign things and meet people and take pictures and have fun. It's time we got out and about, everybody. We're having fun, and uh, the it's going to be great. Even though my fourth ex-wife is from Philadelphia, is still I'm still coming. I'm still coming. So come out and see me. That's I great. loved That's it. Great. Great. Right, well, Real quick, let's do a, do a photo snap, walk. Snap. Count of three. All right. Yep. One, two, three. Awesome. That was awesome, Tom. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next weekend. Yeah, Bob. I'll see you there. We're gonna That's stop great. by. Okay, right, take care, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.